0: The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by the reading on which it was based. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. Before I begin this morning, I wanted to ask if any of you had run into the Angel Gabriel this weekend while you were going through your last-minute holiday preparations. Come on, don't be shy. If it happened, we would all like to hear about it. Maybe the angel appeared to you while you were making some last-minute purchases or at the grocery store. Maybe while you were wrapping presents or during, we hope, your daily prayer time. Now, if you did get a visit from the angel, I bet I can guess what Gabriel's message was to you. The Lord is with you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Now, you're probably saying, It sounds like Deacon Joe had too much eggnog last night. And while I am hoping to have some of Father Cameron's homemade eggnog later today, Rest assured, my question is not the result of some pre-holiday overindulgence. But it is understandable if you're thinking, well, Gabriel's message was for Mary long ago. Why would Deacon Joe suggest that an angel would visit us with such a message today? Well, if we see Mary as the new Eve, then that portion of the angel's message was not just for Mary, but for all of us she represents as our mother. For through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus' divinity entered Mary and through her flesh, joined with the newly formed body, blood, and soul of his humanity, resulting in Jesus, God incarnate, the Son of God, come to earth and fully present in Mary, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And just as Mary received that divine presence and it changed her life profoundly and forever, so too should our receiving Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist profoundly change our lives forever. Now, there are no, no doubt some major differences between us and Mary, After all, she was created without sin from the very beginning of her immaculate conception, so as to provide a suitable birthplace for the incredible gift of the Lord come to earth. But we are redeemed by the sacrificial death of that same gift. And so, incredibly, are also able to take Jesus into our bodies, not as Mary did, but with the same life-changing potential. Understandably, by virtue of this incredible experience, Mary was forever changed, for she had the Lord of the universe physically inside of her and became the one, the mother, who had given birth to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There was no going back to the way she was before. She had been miraculously touched by the Son of God and would never be the same again. This very night, we will bring in a statue of baby Jesus right here in this very church. We will place it in this stable and we will gather around that manger scene and think of that night 2000 years ago. But the meaning and impact of that night, that glorious gift of that life is not present in that statue, but it is present on this altar And in this tabernacle, where that very same Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity, is every bit as real as he was in that manger on that most holy night. For in the first chapter of Matthew, we hear that Jesus will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Not God was with us, but God is with us. And in the last chapter of Matthew, Jesus assures his disciples, I am with you always until the end of the age. Because Mary saw herself as the handmaid of the Lord, she was willing and able to receive this great gift. So, too, we must be willing to be servants of the Lord, to surrender to Him all that we are, if we are to appreciate fully and receive abundantly the graces of this great gift of his body and blood. The gift that changed Mary's life forever should have no less effect on us. For we are a people that have also received Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity into our bodies, and will receive him again in the hope that he will conform our will to his and empower us to turn away from sin and trust in and live for God alone. Mary was well disposed to live for God before the angel came. God had prepared her from the first moment of her conception to receive his son. By his passion, death, and resurrection, Jesus makes it possible for us to be washed clean from our sins, through the sacraments of the church and through his grace and mercy be prepared to receive his divine sacred body into our mortal flesh this year as we prepare to celebrate the anniversary of jesus birth why settle for a statue in a manger why not seek and desire the fullest experience of jesus actual presence in the eucharist as we pray that the Holy Spirit would come upon us, that the power of the Most High would overshadow us, that we would be changed forever by the actual physical experience of Jesus in the flesh, not just having come into the world at large, but coming into our individual worlds in a deeply personal way. So as to enable us to live for him in this world and reign forever with him in the next. For questions or comments on this homily, email deaconjoe2017 at gmail.com.